0: Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the best NFT media-nominated NFT and Chill podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we have Justin Wu, founder of Decentral, one of the top Web3 conference and event planners in the space. If you've been to DecentralCon Austin or Miami, seen or been to NFTCon or the DeFi Summit online and organizing these events, focusing on education, innovation, and networking in the space. We're going to be talking about Decentral, what's going on in Web3, DeFi, and some of the things that Justin is excited about in the future. So sit back and chill while we explore the exciting world of Web3 and NFTs together. We have a very special guest on the show today, Justin Wu from DeCentral. Hey Justin, how's it going?
1: Hey, how's it going? Thanks again for having me on and uh, excited to, to be here.
0: I'm stoked to have you. Want to give yourself an introduction? What you do? Yeah, everybody.
1: My name is Justin Wu. I'm the founder of DeCentral. We host Web3 communities and conferences globally. Our two biggest cities that we do is Austin and uh, Miami, and Singapore is our newest city that we're kind of still working on, and and we hosted a few events before before COVID hit there in Asia, but we're happy to return back again, hopefully next year.
0: Austin was awesome. I was a speaker there, and it was during Consensus Week. Yeah, that was uh, a very cool event. I mean, just the event setup in general was focused on the information, the innovation, networking. How did you get started and kind of what inspired you to start Decentral?
1: Yeah, for sure. So for me, you know, I've been in this space since uh, about 2017, crypto, Web3, however you look at it. Back then, I started to see all these meetups and conferences started popping up. Then the ICO market kind of popped off as well. Just started seeing some events and conferences that were, you know, became fully shill and just kind of uh, low quality and, yeah, just commercialized and focusing less on the actual building, the tech and everything. That's when I kind of took pause and said, hey, you know, what kind of event would I personally like to see for the community that's not overly commercialized, that's not focused on all the hype? but that actually has substance, you know, I, I'm always a person of substance. And so that's when I started creating my, my first uh, event in Seattle. Um, so I hosted the first Seattle blockchain conference called blockchain Northwest. And then ended up having a, a thousand people come through, which was exciting. And I was like, Hey, you know, like I executed a, one-day conference. Let's try to scale that up. So continue on hosting uh, things from like the first E3 blockchain gaming stage with NFTs on it. This was 2019. Nobody cared about NFTs back then. And then hosted a few other events in San Francisco, New York, Amsterdam, and Singapore. Then COVID hit. Then I took one step back and said, hey, maybe we'll let's just try to switch this to online events. And so we did. You know, I deployed uh, DeFiSummit.com, NFTCon, DAO Summit.com, And each of them, you know, had about like 10 to 15,000 attendees per event online, which was really great at that time. And we said, hey, you know, what if we can bring back all this together in person again? And we went to create Decentral Miami um, as our first return back to physical events last year in November um, during Art Basel, And we had 5,000 people come through for our event. The real ethos of us is really to, to bring and combine all the Web3 together. So, you know, some people think Web3 is only about NFTs. Some are only DeFi. Some are institutional. We want to bring all their perspectives together in one place so that all the NFT and DeFi degens can learn from each other, but also grow as well, too. That's what we set out to do. And our events really differ from NFT NYC and other conferences like Consensus, even uh, in that we kind of bring all those perspectives together and we're fully multi-chain. You know, we had 30 plus protocols come to our event and come and speak. We're really about like bringing and uniting the community together. And I think that we can grow together from bringing diverse perspectives and figure out how to collaborate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was in Miami last year. That was awesome. I think this year is going to be even bigger. So I can't wait for each central Miami. And the cool part about it is that you coincide it with something like Consensus or Art Basel. It brings like a little bit more to the event and more people to network and build together.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, and consensus draws, you know, maybe like 20,000 people to their event and our event had 2000, which is still a really big size. And so even though we got a fraction uh, of people there, our programming and talk are very different than what you even saw at consensus. And we got a lot of that feedback, right? Like consensus is the big event, but they have a lot more bigger companies, institutions, a little bit more suits. If you think about it as well, too, you got the big banks coming to speak, which is cool. Market makers, like market makers and, you know, uh, VCs and all that stuff. Again, like I'm not discounting those guys, but that's a whole different crowd, like ex-Wall Street, Wall Street, whatever. They they want to learn and, and push the movement forward. Great. But for us, you know, like we're a lot more leaning towards heavier on decentralization, DAOs, DeFi, like we can't have a DeFi conference And invite a bank to come speak at our event and call that DeFi at all like that's fake DeFi and not true idea of decentralization. Same with like bringing in people that scan like public chains and all that stuff too. So it's not it's just not our vibe,
0: you know. No, that Um, makes sense. I mean, look at what happened when uh, what was it Voyager and some of those other platforms didn't go completely DeFi
1: exactly and and then look who's who's bailing them out like goldman sachs and and all these other so it's one small fish getting eaten up by a bigger fish returning back to a centralized c organization and it just goes back full circle and that's not what web3 and crypto was uh was built for right like if we wanted to keep that ethos then then why do we, or why are we going web3 right not mask it with this like fake wag me mentality when you're really trying to rug people through Cfi in my opinion again like we're heavily decentralized that's why our event's called decentral <laughs>
0: No, I love that take, because if you look yeah. at what happened during the crash or whatever you want to call it, those platforms that were centralized and disguised as DeFi didn't do well or crashed and burned. And the decentralized platforms like Uniswap actually are doing very well. That right there should tell you exactly yep. everything you need to know.
1: Yeah, and, and when it comes to like liquidations in, in this aspect, to the loan provider, the LP providers in this case, like they get paid out first before the whales and the VCs and investors. And they don't have those terms where, you know, the protocol controls your money. Like you get to control the money unless they rug the LP pool. <laughs> <laughs> if the code is right, then um, those guys get paid out first before the whales and whoever. So in the case of like Celsius imploding, you know, they're going to look out for their own interest and just declare bankruptcy <laughs> and Luna whatever. Yeah. So like, you know, for us, we just believe that if we're continuing on, you know, as the space goes more mainstream, as it continues grows, just really driving home that the, the concept and the idea of decentralization, owning your own data, owning your own money, being the sovereign. Person, um, sovereign money, even though it might be extreme to some people, like in, in the aspect of DeFi and then fintech and neobanks, et cetera, I, I, still think it's necessary because the reverse of that is government centralized digital currencies, stable coins, heavy regulation and full privacy invasion and, and all that control. That flip side is more scarier than what we're doing on, on DAO's DeFi and decentralization. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And then even having just like a small collection of suits who've controlled it for, you know, hundreds of years and have rigged the game and are really looking out for their best interest. I mean, who wants that?
1: and the crypto space can easily flip back to the old ways depending on who's in power of that token and the ecosystem or in this case sometimes the miners or whatever it is so like as we continue to grow if we aren't in control of our own destiny then again like goldman's gonna come in and like the all these other like silicon valley vcs are just coming in now right like it's Kind of, some of it is gravitating back to like the old school models, which is great—more liquidity and growth. But at the same time, it's like, are they really going to change their model up? We'll we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You mentioned uh, the DeFi summit, which I was a panelist on, and I just I I love the aspect that you're trying to put Web three together. It's definance it's NFTs, it's blockchain technology. I mean, there's just so much under one roof. So when you have an event that people from different spectrums of the Web3 space can collaborate, can network, can share ideas, and it just creates a very, I don't know, it creates a very cool environment that I've enjoyed a lot. During my talk on the DeFi summit, there were six thousand viewers. So you guys have definitely come very far in a short amount of time. And I think that really good for the space, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, that that's exactly what you're saying is the approach for us for community and in what three in our programming is is both wide and also narrow at the same time. We have our big, all-encompassing combined events uh in person at Decentral, but we also have very verticalized conversations, or more targeted, I should say, buckets, such as DeFi Summit, which is only about DeFi. Then we have NFTCon, DAO Summit. Then we have a new one that we haven't launched yet called GM Summit, Games and Metaverse. So it's only about games and metaverse and play to earn and We see the industry going both ways, right? We see it going big mainstream, but as that's also getting bigger, the market's getting bigger. We are seeing... Subsections of web three that requires a little bit more focused discussions. Um, so we want to create the environment and discussions for both so that if you want to deep dive in the focused discussions, you can do so, which there's so much value in doing that and, and allows for more ideas and people to come collaborate together in that um, specific uh, subgroup. But then again, reunite back in into like our decentral physical combined events as well, too. So that's kind of like where we, we stand as we continue to grow in the future as well, too. We are also going to be doing protocol specific events in tandem with the protocols themselves, such as Kadena, uh, Polkadot, and the Cosmos community just to start. And again, it's just to kind of bring out those very focused discussions, but then roll them back to like our uh, big events as well, too, to, to help them with growth. We really see ourselves to try to like really build these different ecosystems or environments where people can come learn together and collaborate. And that's kind of like our, our vision and goal. I love that goal.
0: I've noticed at Austin at DeFi Summit that uh, there's a lot focused on privacy and safety. You know, the space needs that tremendously, especially for you know new users to come in and people who haven't dealt with even cryptocurrency, NFTs, or any of that. What is the focus in terms of onboarding new users and education for decentral in the future?
1: This is still work in progress. We're working on our own app and product that's going to encapsulate all our communities together, as well as content, and also help further distribution of any other content and events and stuff that we're doing as well, too. So funny enough, you know, we own the domain dgens.com. Dgens with a Z, actually. <laughs> and uh that's going to be kind of like our media hub that um, we're going to find all the upcoming events. We talk to other people and, and then connect with people. Um, because in essence, we are kind of degens, and, and some people might take that negatively. Some people take it positively, really depends. For us, it's like being a DGEN is both like serious and not serious at the same time. Like we can have fun, but still do some crazy stuff in, in the space. <laughs> so we kind of take that with pride. And so that, that's kind of like the way that we want to spread more mass adoption is, is starting to build some cool community apps, dApps and products that are more forward facing um, that can go and engage and educate the community. That's like a new product that we're working on, and and we rather build it right now so that we can get ready for the the next roll run in the future.
0: See, I love that. I think that whether you're a company, a project, anybody who's in this space should be focusing some of the energy on education because we need new users. Not only need new users, we need those users to be safe. I think that's awesome, and I'm excited to see the product. And you mentioned DGEN. That's funny. My aunt listens to this podcast, so she's probably listening now, but she's like, yeah. <laughs> what's a degen? Why do you call yourselves DGENs? And I'm like, just kind of a way of life. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> some of us think of it as an endearing term.
1: <laughs> it, it is. It's uh, you know we're, we are degenerates in a way that we are uh, investing or participating in some really fringe and future or high risk activities. I mean that's the nature of investing early and, and getting the alpha and, 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 and getting involved with early projects. You know, like that's the best word to describe what we're doing. I like to think that we are paving the way for the
0: future. <laughs> For sure. And and, and we're kind of going against the grain of what has been finance for the last, I don't know, since it began. And that kind of plays a little bit into it as well. We're trying to take the middlemen out of so many things with Web3, whether it be music, whether it be banking, gaming, film, and putting it into the hands of the users, the people all around the world.
1: You know, we're, we're building one one of the Lego pieces at a time and, and really just trying to like rally the communities together because it's so easy for people to get into tribalism and, you know, really set into their ways of like their favorite project or their token or they're worshipping a specific protocol or leader <laughs> even too much. And, you know, what we've seen, especially in, in the most recent bull run, is like nobody's really safe, even a personal brand or your favorite influencer. They're not perfect. They're not God. Some of them end up being scammers as well. And it's just we can't keep putting all our eggs in one basket and hyper ourselves up and being disillusioned um, by this type. I think we need to always approach everything now with, oh, you might respect the CEO or, or person, but, you know, we can't see them as a God and believe everything they're saying.
0: Absolutely. I love that take.
1: Worshipping. thats what And that's what happened with, like, Luna and, and all these other stuff that's, that happened, right?
0: <laughs> um, 100%.
1: People believed in Alex Machinsky and and um, you know what is kept taunting because some of them were true. But we should unbank ourselves. But unbanking doesn't mean going centralized either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Last question here: What are you excited about in Web three? And it could be a project, a protocol, anything like that. What 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 are you looking into? And what are you most excited about? You know, there's there's a
1: few different things that I'm, I'm looking at in terms of just market trends and, and where things are going. NFTs are going to be going to sleep for a little bit. I say that NFTs right now are like what we saw in 2017, 18, 19 with ICOs. They all over promised, couldn't deliver. Um, all the crappy ones will die. The good ones are going to take time to to mature out because uh, it takes time to build. So we won't really see anything meaningful yet, you know, as a cycle or multiple cycles has shown, like it's going to take a while before we see any. Um, real maturity of when somebody announces a project to actual execution, it might even take a couple of years, um, especially like your favorite play to earn game. Really hard to make a game as is. And, and it's even harder to create a blockchain game and then figure out all the tokenomics. But one other trend that I'm seeing, too, that's going to happen, you know, in the quote unquote next cycle is the idea of multi-chain and cross-chain that's scalable, meaning we're going to see full interactivity, interoperability amongst hundreds of like layer ones connected to each other. And that could be in the form of like Cosmos IBC ecosystem, um, which is hundred plus projects uh, in the Cosmos IBC uh, ecosystem. They're all independent chains, but um, transactions and NFTs, DeFi can be traded amongst each other. Um, But then you have other projects too, like Polkadot and Substrate and Kusama that also have like another hundred projects that's going to be built inside of them as well. And they can all talk to each other too. And then you're seeing these interactivity and bridges and interoperability between both Cosmos and Polkadot. Now you have two different chains connecting each other and sharing liquidity. That starts to becoming more interesting where Osmosis is the number one DEX on Cosmos can start tapping into Polkadot liquidity, sharing that. That hasn't happened quite yet. And it's going to be really interesting when it does because it allows for more scalability since every DAP or project could be its own chain. Security could be also shared, meaning the proof of stake security and validators could validate multiple chains at once, similar to like in the proof of work system, like in, in Bitcoin or other systems, you can do multiple multi-coin mining. You know, if you're solving one hash for, let's say Litecoin, you could solve it for Dogecoin even. You can see that same exact system apply into proof of stake systems where you can share validators to still help validate and support your network. And then you can earn multiple rewards now on a single stake, which hasn't happened yet. So I think that the future we're going to see is still is going to get into multi-chain. I'm excited for that. I I think that um, we just have to continue building uh, the future that we want to see. And hopefully we get some actual real utility from some of these more mainstream projects and NFTs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely excited just because there's so much building going on right now. I've been to a number of conferences and summits and people have their nose down and they are working on what the next years are going to look like in the space and in the world. It's an extremely exciting time. And yeah, I'm super stoked. Where can people find Decentral and get to Miami? Yeah,
1: so Decentral... You know, the way that we spell it is the letter D and then Central. We were originally gonna call ourselves the the D Gen Conference. So we had the, the domain d uh before, but we decided it's like okay, let's just call it d central so it's a little bit more friendly for, for sponsors and, and whatnot as well too. You can find us at decentralcon.com, And if you type in decentral as well on Twitter and you'll you'll be able to see like our events uh there and it's gonna link you to our Miami event, which we're hosting in November twenty eighth to the thirtieth. We are gonna be front-running Art Basel week, and uh, it's going to be a a huge for everybody in the Web3 space. I think uh, Art Basel this year in Miami is going to be huge.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited. Uh, I will definitely be in Miami. It's going to be definitely a blowout. You know, you guys do it a little differently than the other conferences, and it's something that if you are going for what's happening in the space, the information, the education, and the networking, Decentral is one of the top conferences to be, in my opinion. Thank you so much, Justin, for coming on NFT and chill. Really enjoyed this. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Thanks again for having me. And that's it for this week's show. I want to thank my guest Justin from Decentral for coming on. Big fan of Decentral's events and conferences. I've spoken to a number of them. I'll definitely be in Miami. If you're thinking of going, their website will be in the show notes. But it's a great place to meet people from the space, network, gather information, collaborate. These IRL events are just an awesome experience. If you are serious about maybe building a career in Web3, or even if you're a collector and you just want to have a weekend away and get to meet some of the leading people and thought leaders in this space. I want to thank all the listeners for everything that you're doing, listening to the show, checking out the other channels for NFT and Chill, subscribing to the YouTube channel, TikTok, Instagram, supporting the show. It's been incredible. Leaving reviews, NFT and Chill is now in the 2.5% of all podcasts globally. We've been topping some of the charts from countries all over the world and it's completely the listeners that are making this happen so make sure you're subscribed because we got another awesome guest and you don't want to miss anything we have coming we have some special stuff coming with some of the artists that have been on the show stay tuned i'm the mayor and you've been listening to the nft and chill podcast